Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We would like to acknowledge that Shumash, Keech, and Tongva people, the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is being recorded on, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Salad or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather, together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Beautiful babies all over the world. I might say hi, they might say hey. Do they? Do you imagine walking down the street just the beautiful babies? You say hi, they say hey. Yes. Worldwide, we're together recognition. Yeah. We've been having nightmares this week. The whole oh, yeah. family. The whole, the whole, I mean, all three of us in this house have just yeah. been waking up. What is happening when that happens? I don't know. Uh, if you say sort of a esoteric or what's the word new agey way we're all connected we're all in our same you know you know how like when you're when you're hanging out with someone and they say something and you say i was just thinking that yes so maybe there's something about we're all or just you know the meat and potatoes we're all stressed at the same time yeah because nightmares are weird because it's not like we're having the same nightmares we're all having individually tailor-made nightmares about our own anxieties and fears but all on the same nights i guess the stress level in the house is high maybe yeah in inexplicably high yeah i don't want to be relaying dreams on a podcast but, no but they've been horrific yeah yeah mine are just so the, uh, annoying yours of. are like run-of-the-mill anxiety dreams mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah we have a call this week <laughs> that's okay that's trying to that's keep okay. it going all right stop there I, so i did my first official DJ gig yesterday. Oh, yes! Which was kind of a big... And it was it was nice because I started it at a manageable level. It was basically sort of like a cocktail party. Yeah. And I was doing... It was a political fundraiser type thing that our friend Missy Yeager put on. And I was just... I was just doing little background music as people came in. And then afterwards, a little people were mingling and donating. And I was doing... Obviously, this was a QAnon fundraiser. <laughs> I was just, you know, just trying to like bring the storm on. No, And it was really good. It was stressful though. It's like I'm still trying to figure out how to... These burgeoning skills that I'm developing how to stay in command of them under pressure, under the watchful eye of the audience. I know. I didn't realize how, I, and you just look so natural. So I thought, and I've known DJs and you you can cozy up to them and chat. When they're a little more experienced. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, I had picked up my our kid and then she and I were sort of, she was in a bad mood and I sort of thrust her upon you to help co-parent while you were winding down your DJing and you later were like that was not but I didn't realize it was still you know you were working you know? yeah and every every mix is still like getting from one song to the next is yeah. still like a minor trauma that yeah, I'm like trying to I get know. through you look so cash um, it was a good fundraiser uh, for launch left launch or swing left, left. swing left swing left, left. Yeah. and um, next 50 yeah the next 50 they invest in progressive candidates who are like in their 20s yes. for down ballot races just to try and I guess they were saying that 
part of the reason the Republican Party has so much success and such a presence in the Senate and everything is that they are they're finding these candidates really young and harnessing them and supporting them and grooming, so, grooming, lots of yeah, grooming. Lots of grooming. <laughs> but it's so it was it was interesting being that was the first sort of political thing in America that we've been to have been involved with since the 2020. So many election. people turned out. I mean, Missy Yeager has the most beautiful this beautiful like all american lawn beautiful backyard and it was so it was really packed out because i think we're now everyone was sort of like kind of traumatized whatever and now we're ready to shake off the dust and kind of start again i mean i know a lot of people have been going the whole time we got really into yeah, it 2020 for us i mean it was like everyone we knew it was like all hands on deck yeah. to get trump out and it was really funny cuz all of these criticisms of Biden or anything they were they they really did at the time and still do seems sort of inconsequential in the scheme of what was at stake in that election yeah. and just getting Trump out or at least you know getting him out yeah officially um I mean there are a couple ways of thinking there's like anarchists who would be like my kid Kate she's a little more like oh no one is everyone's awful but I'm a little more old-fashioned where I want to push for <laughs> You know. Yeah, what's well, hard, isn't it? Because like being a being a realist can sometimes come with sort of cynicism. That it's like you've you've basically been had the idealism beaten out of you, mm. and now you're willing to just take what whatever dregs you can get of freedom and democracy. Yeah. But yeah, it was Kevin was Bacon good. said a cool thing at that. He said. He said, oh, we do so much infighting on the left about how left are you? How progressive are you? He's like, can we sort that out later? Can yeah. we just not lose, you know, not lose the Senate? Not um, lose, how like... about the candidate from Nevada? She was really amazing. Yeah, she was amazing. She was amazing. Um, it was really, really good. It was good. So everybody just stay involved at whatever level Props you can. Props to Missy and Sam Yeah, for thank you for hosting. And how good, can we just talk for a minute about, how good Kira Sedgwick and Kevin oh Bacon looked because it was it's like almost bizarre. disturbing. Well, yeah, like, like I see them. I was joking soon. Their daughter, they're all going to look the same age. I mean, because they are like, I mean, I, you know, see people online. I mean, Kevin Bacon's always been this anomaly or something. He's mm -hmm. like 60 or something. And I'm not like, I don't want to go on about age and how people look, blah, blah, blah. They look cares? like a hot 35 year old couple. I mean, couple. it's <laughs> insane. It's crazy. And I don't know what's going on there. But, but so if it, there's obviously. I wanted them to play me. I wanted my fantasy. Yeah, tell would, me, tell me. They were, you guys would all play music together, like so the would, Watkins. Would, so would I have been DJing? Would I have like lay a beat down and then Kevin Bacon would have come out with his with the brothers because he's in the Bacon Brothers, right? Aww. Yeah. I just want you all to play music but together. But what's the secret to aging that well? Because for, well, they're very Genetics. to me. To me, I look at Kevin Bacon. That is a slim man too. Which for a man who's sixty, it's hard for men to. I know. Kind of I just keep saw that. this Instagram of. Um, of uh, Courtney Cox doing a joke about an old commercial that was about tampons or something. And she was doing it, a joke about menopause and she looks so fit, right? And I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm more like, I'm still, my vibe is amazing and I'm beautiful, whatever. But oh, you're um, looking better than you've ever looked. Yeah, I just, uh, anyway, all, I, I, yeah, like what you're saying, there's no dad bod going on with him. When I look at and Kevin Bacon, Kira, I'm being like, you have to be watching what you're eating though, right? 
Because yeah. I think fundamentally, I sort of morally disagree with watching what you eat. I mean, like, I like eating what's in front of me. <laughs> I like eating what's offered. I'm I, a when in Rome. Yeah. We're very when in Rome people. It could be genetics, but yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in no way like an overeater. But my body's, my body's changing. But it's but nice. It's it is. It, they're so sparkly. Just that I think if you're trying yes. to encourage people to do something like canvassing or phone banking, these are very unsexy tasks getting very sexy people yeah. to rub off a little sheen on those tasks and is i don't want to like just go on about like that they're svelte because who cares like that's not the thing it's just more it's i didn't more even notice her i was just jealous of his body <laughs> i know i mean i'm i i just think they're both yeah i mean it's kind of unreal but six when they were dressed really well new, and they, um, they looked cool yeah they're just super cool whatever we're, yeah. we're cool. I don't know if she's 60. I'm just saying he is. I don't want to. Is he? Is he for sure? He's oh, 60. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember it being like, really? I mean, but that is, he's cool. Have you been following any of the uh, Nicki Minaj stuff You that's going have. On? I I've love been following it. Tell it me so everything. Closely. Oh. Well, it's funny because I was talking to our friend Safi who, she was saying it's weird for Gen Xs to be interested in this, which I am very, this is not something that, I can bond with many people my age about, about watching these subtleties of pop culture unravel. But there's been two different narratives going on with Nicki Minaj this week. So these are these are rappers we're talking about. If you if you if you're that uh if you're that clueless, you might find this whole thing disinteresting. But if you have a vague, you know, sense of who Nicki Minaj would be. So Nicki Minaj is very successful, um, quite a diva, doesn't have the best reputation in terms of uh you know, maybe treating people. She's not someone known for like, oh, well, that is the kindest performer ever. She, you know, she's 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 a diva, and she got in this whole thing this week where she was suing some journalists for insinuating that she did coke. But then she also has songs where she talks about doing. Did coke, she so. have that TikTok where she thought she accidentally showed her boobs, but then didn't? Was yeah, in the yeah, she's very funny. She's great. She's yeah. very funny, but. But so this all happened. Then Azalea Banks, who's everyone's favorite, just troublemaker. Who, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you just just do it for the drama because she's always beefing with somebody, and it's actually it's very un uh, untethered but entertaining. And she came out and was attacking Nikki and all of this stuff. And then Nikki was like, "Well, I was told that there was a rapper whose grandmother was doing witchcraft on me," and she had this big complaint about this. And then Azalea Banks came out and said that it was her actually lying to Nikki and saying that it was Cardi B's grandma and she did it because Nikki's so coked up and she was basically fucking with her and making her paranoid, which is like the cruelest thing you could but do to someone. But it wasn't Cardi also B. Funny. No, she lied and said it was Cardi B or Cardi B's grandma, something like that. But it reminded me of when I was um, like 16 or something, when I did acid for the first time. There was someone who found out we were doing it. It was me and a group of friends. And he felt very left out. So what he did was he came to the house he knew we were at at night and he snuck around the outside of the house tapping on all of the windows. Right. Which is terrifying. Yeah. I mean, that's really like taking advantage of someone in a vulnerable yeah. mindset. What comes to mind is... Uh, I remember as a, you know, I'm always a tourist when I go to New Mexico and there's this... Uh, particular tribe that 
I guess the custom was they would have a certain festival or something or other. Jewish tribe. <laughs> and they would make fun of people as a way to kind of break their egos, you know? Oh, wow. So they would imitate, say, you were the town um, sloucher or you were the town gossip or this or that. And they would walk. There would be a similar sort of parade. I'm probably getting this all wrong, but I, it was a way. I'm of, still hung up on the fact there's a town sloucher. I like that. <laughs> but like, you're like, that guy's posture is so bad. Well, it's sort of like miming or like, you know, it's sort of exaggerated, a way to. Pull. Oh, so it's like a talent. Like the town sloucher is sort of applauded for his. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, that someone who can mimic that. Um, so they're pointing out in an extreme way, people's fears or paranoias or their, I don't know, you know, showing them a mirror. Totally. But this, in this it's way, called, it's, it's just, called teasing. Yeah. This is just fucking with someone. <laughs> but you know what, so you know what else happened with Nicki Minaj too? There's this, another interesting sort of cultural thinker who's a, she's a YouTuber. I follow her on Twitter. Her name is Kimberly Nicole Foster. And she's, She's interested in all of these figures and she often like writes sort of witty things about it. And she writes some vaguely insulting thing about Nicki Minaj being unhinged in this process. And Nicki Minaj's fans, her stands, they're called Barbs, B-A-R-B-Z-Z. You know, they're like her hardcore, her hardcore followers. And they started tweeting out, they they found Kimberly's phone number, address. And they started tweeting her out so all of the fans would attack mm. Kimberly. And then Nicki Minaj started retweeting these things. So basically within the course of about 24 hours, Kimberly had received death threats, oh, threats of being raped, oh, killed. Awful. And so she's now seeking legal action against each of these people that have threatened her on Twitter. Oh. And it's But it's really interesting because it's become this sort of conversation about stan culture right. and about how... So many artists kind of cultivate these fervent mobs that get behind them and sort of defend every move. And uh, yeah, and I'm, this, your, I'm your stan. You you would would you would you threaten somebody if they <laughs> if they went for me, came at me? Mm, people come <laughs> at you, but you usually just like write a song about it. You or... hug me. I that's do. Your, that's how you stan Aww, stan yeah. me. Yeah. But you've have you? How do you deal with online? aggression and weirdness and stuff because you get some of that every now and then especially if you do something political yeah it's only political stuff i just think uh people don't want to hear me doing that but i just think how i don't know i just try to feel like the best way to because i do think i, I want to get political sometimes so yeah yeah i mean once when that person the you the youtuber was talking about anthony on her no TikTok. oh, tiktoker yeah that's right and i kind of just sort of went in there and oh so wait so for a little context there was a tiktok i think she's called celebrity book club or mm. celebrity memoir book club or something and she did a review of anthony kiedis's your ex's memoir right and she did a whole section about your mom mm. sort yeah, of implying sort of, what was it like, well it just implied that she didn't like how could she let me date someone when i was barely legal age and blah 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 and and I just sort of said, most of what you said is true, except my mom was like actually horrified by the whole thing and whatever. It wasn't, I wasn't being defensive. I was just, and it was, it was cool doing, I thought she basically has a really good outing kind of platform. The uh, world is waiting for your memoir. Whenever you get around to doing that, there is, a, I think there is an audience who are waiting to hear your side of many of these yeah, stories. Yeah, for sure.
I mean, you were there at the intersection of so many different interesting cultural moments. I know. How did that happen? Same yeah. with you. Well, yeah. You, yeah. But you have, you, like, we both have a little bit of a Forrest Gump quality of like stumbling <laughs> into these exciting things. Yeah, but that's yours true. Is, yours is even more innocent. You have more, I think you have more Gump than I do. I do. Yeah. I'm a bit more of a Forrest Gump. Yeah. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We got a couple questions this week. Let's hear them. All right. Hey, beautiful babies. Uh, my name is Joe, and I hate the sound of my own voice, so I'm going to keep this really short and I'll email you. Um, I have, sorry, edit out the um. I have a question about um, being a parent, and I'm not, and I never felt the urge, and neither did my partner, so it's not. A big issue for us and about half our friends have kids and half either decided not to or didn't and I'm just curious about your approach to parenting because it seems really rad okay bye <laughs> I have to say you have to have a thick stomach lined with like Pepto-Bismol I mean I have to say parenting a thick skin and a stomach for it <laughs> Not I think thick, you don't need a stomach. thick stomach no yeah. <laughs> a, a you um, need to mix metaphors. I it's mean, really important for parenting. Mix those metaphors. I was with my friend and she was lying down on the floor crying. Her back was really hurting. She was a whole thing. Because her stomach's so thick. No. Oh. Because of par- I said I think it's parenting. It just blows you wide open. I mean, yes, do I say like it's worth it? Of course it's worth it. But it's, I, I mean, I, get, I just, it's, oh man, it is friggin' hard. And that's the advice you have. And even with, I have like kind of, well, I wouldn't say they're easy. They're medium. They have their own. But geez, Louise. I mean, I don't know. I I think it's like, <laughs> it's not more trouble than it's worth, but almost. So this, <laughs> like, this is a, so this should be really reinforcing of your decision not to have children. I mean, you know, when I was pregnant with Kate, I met this couple, the Costellos, and they were like messy and stylish and funny and in love and sexy and together but not together and I thought well they don't know what they're doing but they're <laughs> gonna do it but they I think they'll take care of their children and they do but it's oh man I mean so wait so your advice you could you could sum this up as don't expect it to be easy that's well, everyone it, right? knows that no but they sort of do I feel like really? some people come I mean into... I used to say to people can you afford help but that's not it because I'm we are on we are in it like we I couldn't you know I I'm involved (laughs) with every moment even the dream I even when they're having nightmares I'm having nightmares it's a it's it's a nightmare um I feel it's just so hard I'm sorry I I know we're rad you start you start talking and then you just sigh (laughs) that's your entire experience it's so hard I mean of course it's unreal it's just every you know it's of course one of those things that people say get ready 
to for the best and the hardest and that's truly that you know you hear it's the hardest job in the world and it it really is and do you have any actual advice like pragmatically once Mm. people have done this and had children there's no turning back just to be like blown wide open and for you to have the biggest emotions and things you didn't think it's almost like the bad part of a of a of a psychedelic journey like on, but wait you're empathizing you're not giving advice i think they advice? wanted some advice advice <laughs> basically you're just telling them get ready for a nightmare no, but what's I'm the actual not, advice? the advice is to prepare emotionally like okay. you know that um it's it, you might like have a ner- have several nervous breakdowns yeah and that it's, uh, I mean, obviously financially, it's very expensive. <laughs> so, and for sure, uh, being as organized and the community, of course, like getting, um, I don't know. Oh, anytime something comes up, remember other parents are probably going through it too. So don't isolate. It's very easy to isolate. Even if it's something tiny, like your kid's starting to want to eat food right before bed and, you, and then you Google and you're like, at around four, children will want a snack before bed. And you realize, oh, these are a lot of things people are going through. And it's nice to, you know, know that others are going through that. I don't know what advice I think. I mean, obviously, I don't want to go back to like having money. Basically, it's the blind leading the blind, asking it us is. for advice. <laughs> but I mean, I think for me, having been, it's, yeah, this is just a miracle. Like, I didn't grow up with a father seeing Ben parent, having a co-parent, it's like having a co-parent is pretty incredible. Yeah, my my big one would just be get ready to be wrong about a lot of stuff. And the quicker you can admit that you're wrong, like I think I, I, we may have talked about this before, but I think especially for men, we're sort of raised to never admit when we make mistakes and to almost have the expectation of ourselves that we don't make mistakes. And I think part of being in a family unit and being a parent is just the humility of constantly making mistakes and just moving on from them. I think that's kind of the best advice I can give. Yeah, and moms worry. Just all mothers worry. There's no way around it. You're going to be extremely worried. And that's, you know, it's sort of, trying to get rid of that is almost i would say don't even try you're just gonna be worried not all the time but like of course there's all these practices of sort of you know loving unconditionally and and trying not to worry but i I, it just it's a it's a world of worry and that was our advice for aspiring parents and a little pep talk but it's the best but it's the best hi aoni and ben After listening to episode 18, I'm pretty sure that Ioni and I were separated at birth. I loved the podcast, loved the topics, loved all of the discussions with, especially with the, uh, the squirting. So there is squirting and there is gushing. And I really feel like Ioni and I could have our own (laughs) separate podcast like for women only with occasional uh, drop-ins from male perspective. But anyway, um, go to lobstertube.net and just search gushing or squirting. And, um, and I'm sure you're going to be able to get it all figured out, Ioni. 
Take care, guys. I'm gonna keep listening. I'm. We're we're gonna look that up. I I've. That's great. Lobster tube. It sounds so. saucy. I don't know if I better turn my safe search off. <laughs> well, you're you you like finding fun. But so I did send you an article this week that came out on Pedestrian, Australian website, called Science Has Officially Figured Out What Squirt Juice Actually Is. And so, what was the picture? Oh, yeah. So I we can it. all come in you know, peace the now. Pic- oh, so we can all come in peace now. The pictures of, um, what's he called? Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice, the same actor, Tom. From Succession. Yeah. He plays Tom? No. Yeah, he plays Tom. Um, and he's, you know, the scene in Pride and Prejudice where it's raining and he's covered in rain. <laughs> I just love that that's a satisfying kiss and pride and prejudice that is that is and so the researchers in japan have been have figured out what so howard stern was half right everyone was half right apparently (laughs) so there there seems to be in most people most women who squirt there is a mix of urine and prostate specific antigen psa from something called the skeins gland which are on either side of the urethra. They figured this out by collecting the participants' pee before sexual stimulation and then testing their ejaculated f- fluids to compare. And five of the seven participants had PSA in their ejaculated fluid. So there you go. That's pretty interesting. PSA right? was the pee? No, no, no. PSA. <laughs> the pee and PSA, PSA is the prostate-specific antigen. Okay. So it's a, it's a fluid that comes from the skeins gland. Okay. So that's the fluid that is not urine. Okay. So it is interesting. So I guess if women are, there are, you know, porn actors or whatever who are saying that they're drinking it's a lot urine, of water. Th- that's probably true too. Sure. It's all um, true. It's all true. I it's mean, we're, we're living true. in a non dual reality where it's neither just urine right. nor But that um, PSA. Call Me Daddy podcast, that one, the, the porn actor was saying, uh, she said she it's she was urine. a bit cynical that yeah. people just did it for show, and some might, but some are doing it out of enjoyment. Yeah. So there you go. This yeah. has been truly educational. But we are going to look up that lob next week. We can have a little review of that whatever that lobster tube. Yeah. Website is. I'm satiated. I mean, I can you know, <laughs> I can uh, I can go deeper, but I think I'm. But that's wonderful. I'm glad that uh, people are loving the pod. Yeah. Uh, so I got a phone call this week. I was lying down to take a nap mm. and I get a DM. I just happened to look at my phone right before, as I was turning it off, I was like, oh, I have a little look at Instagram. And I got a DM from the Kyle and Jackie O show, which is a big radio show in Australia. Yeah. Saying that the ARIA nominations, which is our Grammy sort of things, they're, they're, they're going to get announced soon. And they're talking about a lot of Aussie artists. And they had a quick question for me. Would I be open to jumping on air for a second and answering a question related to the Arias. And uh, this is the clip. Ben Lee on the phone uh, on the Kyle and Jackie O show. We have been discussing all things Arias this morning and um, uh, your name has uh, popped up in many conversations in regards to your music and talents and all that sort of stuff, which is great. So congratulations on being discussed. Uh, The question was um, sort of broached was um, what does, um, I'll just hang on to my notes here. Uh, what does your what does your penis look like? What does it look like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not a I'm not a trimmer. I'm from a, gen- a pre-trimming generation. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so, so you know, I'm a very, uh, you know, I'm natural. I'm circumcised. I would definitely put myself in the grower, not shower category. You know, at the moment when it's necessary, my guy really comes to life. Let me say this. My penis is kind of like my career. You know, it's like it's easy to be underestimated at the beginning, um, but its staying power is tremendous. What a brilliant answer, hey? That was impressive. Yeah, that's a and great... Then- did he have a heads up? Did he have a heads up? No. No, no, no he got no, cold, cold, cold. cold. And then the smoke. <laughs> so See? there you go. You're really good at answering in a funny and, uh, you know, just like, yeah, you're very good at those funny answers. Call me off guard. Call me off guard. I'm not used to getting a phone it's call very, mid-afternoon yeah. just about my penis. It's beautiful. It's a. It's like a really beautiful. My penis. penis? Yeah. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. And I remember when it, there's always that moment when you're about to see it for the first time or feel it for the first time and i was not disappointed oh, i aim to not disappoint <laughs> when i think of <laughs> well, like the effect i have on women fear, i just think like, you just don't want to disappoint i really like That's him it. i hope it's not i know. don't need enthusiasm i just don't want disappointment well no i mean it was it's more than not disappointing it's wonderful and i know him hit it very well to this point I'm i know you guys happy. have been through a lot together yeah yeah. Very beautiful. Yeah. Very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Do you want to? In, uh, and also, oh, like you know, perfect size, the whole thing. Oh, that's. So, I mean, you know. I mean, it may appear that by sharing that clip, I was begging for compliments. Well, no, but you sound like I would say. You know, it's not not a shower. I mean, it's definitely a grower, but it's not like it should be a grower. That is the sure, biology, but it's not like. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. It's not I, a miracle. It's, it's not, not like I didn't pet. think this yeah, would yeah, yeah, become yeah. this. It's like you're sort of like, oh, yeah, this became that. Like, it's not like surprising what it becomes. But anyway, isn't that fun? That's great. I feel like we are sort of, when we started this podcast, in the first episode, you said you did want it to be a bit of a sex podcast. And it is a little bit of a sex oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to wrap up in a minute. And we do have a fun thing to play at the end. But you can rate and review this podcast, please, if you haven't done so. And follow us on our socials. And do you want to tell well, our so, beautiful babies a little bit about th- what we're going to play them? Yeah. So Nash Edgerton, Joel Edgerton's brother. But Nash is also, he's this incredible, he started out as a stuntman. And he's so cool. And he's done stunts for like, you know. Oh, decades now. Roman Coppola and Sophia and everything. But he's really brilliant. And then he's a director and Mr. Wait, so he did stunts in Star Wars and things oh, like yeah. that. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. see. <laughs> Roman Coppola. We love I Roman lo- Coppola. Oh, yeah. Come on, you know. Um, and um, Mr. In Between is a TV show you can find that's just like. He directed it. He directed yeah, yeah, and yeah. developed it. And it's 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 out. And it's if you're looking for something to watch. It, if, if you want to watch something really stressful, that is a but great in a good show to watch. Way. And he's also directed films and all of this and we've been old friends you met him because he directed a video of yours i met him yeah years ago the edgerton brothers i mean they're so cute in their own ways and i remember being disappointed because i found out in my fantasy they were like from the bush or something i don't know what before i knew australia at all i was like these are just just regular suburban yeah yeah. you know they're gonna and then i went to their mom's house and i'm like wait sorry (laughs) 
<laughs> Didn't match up to my fantasy. No, but I mean. Anyway, Nash is a great director. Yeah, and so we he asked Ben to do songs for, he has these short films. Spider is the one, this short film that kind of everyone like went berserk over. It's like Spider, Bear, and Shark. Yeah. Are the three. And you can, I think you can watch them on, I don't know if it's Netflix he or Hulu. It's on one stress. of them. He yeah, loves yeah. stress. He but, loves um, stress. He loves stress. He does. <laughs> Carlo will be nodding in agreement. His yeah. wife, yeah. He's so good and great. And he gives me advice whenever I want to try to make a film or something. Yeah, he's great. He's He's wonderful. He's supportive. Uh, Anyway, and he asked us to do a a song. For the end credits. And remember we were first dating and Ben was like, because I can sing in a character-y way. Like I can can hold a tune, like for sure. Totally. And, um, but I'm not practiced and whatnot. Even though I love musicals, I didn't do a ton of them in school or whatever. In any case, so so I write this song, and he said, "Sing, sing a little, so I know where your voice sits." And I made Ben go upstairs, so close the door, and close the door because I just didn't want to turn him off or whatever. You didn't want to sing in front of me. And then now I now I sing in front of you all the time. We've made some progress, yeah. yeah. But so this is a song that I wrote. I only sings. It's the end credits to Spider, and you should track these down online. They're great short films and watch everything Nash does watch Mr. Between. watch um yeah all his stuff and uh have beautiful a have a lovely week beautiful babies all, all over, over the, world. the world you might say hi I might say hey but I got nothing on you baby <laughs> I don't know what song that <laughs> yeah, is. I think you might be mixing up a few different Bruno Mars tracks but anyway <laughs> why am I always singing Bruno Mars I'm not even the biggest fan this is a deep philosophical question into, that we will be answering next I'm week I'm into Filipinos uh <laughs> crossing over what why goodbye beautiful babies <laughs> why not one two three four i'll tell you what you mean to me loving you is just what i need i'm swearing you to secrecy before i lay my heart on my sleeve because i've been waiting far too long Someone like you to come along So tell me that you want me to Tell me that I'm made for you Tell me that I'm on your mind Pretty baby, don't waste my time Cause I don't have a thing to prove So come on darling, make your move Make your move Cause I've been waiting far too long Someone like you to come are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.